Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. up horror fans welcome to horror zone 607 we are the podcast that talks all things horror and brings you the week's biggest horror movie news i'm coming to you well when we're doing this it's live and in color right here in the 8122 production studio i'm mike c and sitting with me right next to me as he does each and every week he's a man that has counted down more songs than casey Kasem. He's rich. This just in, we have a letter from a listener. We do, Mar- actually. Margo Mar- 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 in Washington says, Hey, Rich. This song reminded me and my husband of why we fell in love, and that was right before he left me. So now I have a new favorite song, and you're going to play it on your list right now because it's in the number 35 spot. So for you, Margo in Washington, here is Love Stinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, I, I love it. That's a real real letter that we were written. I also want to point this out. If you guys don't understand how much improv talents I really fucking have, that was on the spot, people. I'm going to brag about that myself. Yeah, I never tell you ahead of time. No, he doesn't tell me ahead of time. So I try to keep my screen awesome. like, when I'm here. Like Try to keep it off of that. I, I, I got to come up with I'm running out of them. Uh, so. you, you seem to come up with them every week. Just whatever inspires you. Last week, I just fun. got one like at the last second. And the, the Banana Republic one a few weeks ago was kind of like off the top of my the head. Best, though, the best part about that was stumping the professor yeah. about what a Banana oh. Republic was. Haley ah. <laughs> Mills. Yeah, Hilly Mills, yeah. Oh, it's got to be Hilly Mills. I don't know this one. I don't know this one. Well, guess what? You won't be hearing that week, this week. You will not be hearing that because the professor, once again, is not with us. Yeah, you know, so we finally found out what's going on with him and where he's been. Uh, his mom actually, uh, you know, I got together with her this week. Very wonderful woman and very helpful. Oh, she makes a hell of a, a, a sheet of cookies, let me tell you. Let me tell you, I ate, I ate cookies with the professor's mom. And she sure knows how to use a piping tube. Yes, she does. Oh, my goodness. Don't even get me started about that. But she informed me that uh, the reason he hasn't been here is because she actually enrolled him in summer camp. So he's got oh. his little uh, little you know Boy Scout uniform on. He got his little pup tent. And uh, he's uh, he's away at summer camp right oh now. Oh, my God. That is, that is so nice of her to, even in this time, think about it. I know. About, about the young professor. I'm, I'm impressed with that. What a Way kid. to go. Way to go. What a good Miss, kid. Mrs. Professor. What a great kid. Well, you know, we're, we're back at it. we got another big show this week. Uh, last week, of course, we started uh, my, my top 30, my top 30 secret countdown, which happened to be about uh, horror movie scores. So we did the first 10, uh, numbers 30 through 21 last week, and uh, we're going to be doing the next group of them this week. It's week two already. So numbers 20 through 11 this week. And, of course, we're going to be talking about the biggest news. Speaking of biggest news, I think I think we should uh, go right in to that news segment. But I got something to play us into it. I have a story that I'd like to tell about this guy you all know me as me scared as hell. He comes to me at night after I call into bed. He's burnt up like a weenie and his name is Fred. He wears the same hat and sweater every single day. And even That's right, Rich. That is this is lovely. This is how you do a show about horror. Right there. Yeah, that's right. On my street. That's right. This song used to scare the hell out of me as a kid. It did? I was like in fifth grade. I, I was afraid of my own shadow back then, especially horror movies and anything that had to do with Freddy Krueger. Ah, okay. Uh, fair so. enough, fair enough. But uh, that, of course, ladies and gentlemen, was Nightmare on My Street by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Uh, Will Smith, man. To be confused with Will Smith. Well, he is Will Smith. He is Will Smith. That He's was the back, Fresh Prince. But, but that was back in the day when it was DJ Jazzy Jeff and, and the, Fresh Prince. the Fresh Prince. He was second billing in that group. Yeah. That's before that you know, before jazz started getting tossed out the front door by Uncle Phil. That was uh, that was right before though. Yeah, like that song came out right before that happened. Yeah, like like they were blowing up big. That's just after parents don't understand. I never would have thought back. Girls then of the Smith. world ain't nothing but trouble. trouble. Yeah, that was. I never would have thought back in those days that Will Smith would be one of the biggest actors 
of our generation. And the funny story was that song, not the song itself was lost. People forgot about it. But yeah. the video was lost for many years and now yes. the video has resurfaced. You can see the full video on YouTube. Yes, you uh, can. Will Smith, went, actually believe it or not, Will Smith himself went through a great deal to find a copy of it somewhere. Like he yeah. literally put it out the thing. Somebody had it on VHS and now the rest of the world gets to see it. Yeah. And it's a good video. If you have never seen it, Nightmare on my street. Is Robert England in that video? Yeah. I haven't seen yes, it in a long is. time. Okay. He is in the video. Uh, so there you go. Freddie does make an appearance and it is Robert Anglin. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he lip syncs the little Freddy rat part, yeah. which is not him on the record, by the way. Right. But in see, he does the lip sync part yeah. of that when he's... So I haven't watched it in a while. Freddy's no, a fucking gangster, baby. Yeah, he is. That's all you need to know. But, yes, uh, he is. And on top of that, you know what we found out? Producing a movie, Blockbuster, breaking news today on Horror Zone 607 that we can announce. Will Smith will be the executive producer of the remake of Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Ah. Ladies and gentlemen, it keeps getting better. Joe Hill will be directing. The screenplay is being done by his father, Stephen King. Yeah. Uh, Elijah Wood is starring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Blumhouse is, is, is putting it out. Yeah. And uh, now, now. We can announce it. Will Smith. Will Smith. Executive producing. <laughs> Will Smith. Now he may or may not end up showing up in a cameo. I, I would love to see him actually. Believe it or not, I, and, I would and too. If they do a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, I'd like to see him play one, Carlos. I would think. Well, I'm just saying. Even let's let's be honest though. I would like to actually see because he is a fan of the genre. I would like to see Will Smith in a Nightmare on Elm Street movie if it does. If they do do a new movie. I would love to I'd see. I'd be them. okay with that. Uh, but uh, uh, on a serious note, that is not real news. <laughs> please, <laughs> please don't write into places and tell people uh, that that is real. It is no. it's just me making folk. It, it's, but, it's, it's it's parody. But we do have real news. We here. do have real real news. news. This first story leading off the show this week uh, is is actually true. Now we've talked about it a couple of times on the show. It's been talked about a little bit in the news, but it is official right from Rob Zombie's mouth or Twitter whatever you want to call it, it's official that his next movie project is going to be The Monsters. For our patrons, before we went on the air, you know, I did ask you the question, and I'm not going to repeat what I said, uh, but we, we expect there's going to be a lot of profanity in this. Oh, absolutely. There's Things that Herman and Lily are going to say to each other. Uh, I, I'm just envisioning this as the Monsters meet and, and I hope I don't offend anybody but white trash yeah it's gonna be trailer trash like uh, Halloween was I don't think anybody gets offended that I can say white trash I think well, it's, it's what they are yes, I mean, yes, yes. But I think that's what's gonna that's what's gonna happen I think that's what's gonna happen think think Halloween his version of Halloween and now just replace that with the monsters with the monsters instead and, right uh, I think it's pretty good I, I wonder where what's, what, what uh, role Bill Mosley will be in I he puts him in all the movies I hope that he's gonna be like grandpa He's a little, oh, that'd be good for Grandpa. Yeah, that'd be fucking great. That'd be great if he was Grandpa. He needs to play Grandpa, but he needs to play Grandpa like he played Otis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think that they announced who's playing all those characters. I, I can't remember. So too, I can't remember. I didn't write them down, and I don't really uh, care. Well, once again, that might not be true either, because remember, true. now they've he's just announcing it now, so that means that casting list might have just been some wishful fucking thinking. Could be. You know, I Although mean... Although they did say that Sherry was going to be playing Lily, which... But that's, listen... Goes without anybody, saying. I, I want to point this out. There is not a person on this planet that would have been surprised about that. It would have been more surprising if they were like, Sherry Moon is not in this at all. Yeah, I would have... If it was 10, 15 years ago, I think that she probably would have been more Marilyn. But now it would make sense for her to be, you know... I'm all right. She's with about it. 50 now, I think. So. Yeah, I'm all right with it. But anyways, she, she's the right age. Uh, for it. I can't wait to see it. I mean, I, I'm going to give it a try. I mean, I know he's a fan. Well, you know, here's another thing. Now, this is not confirmed yet, but the early rumors are that the film's going to be exclusive to the Peacock yes, streaming service. Yes, yes. I so, mean, that's a big win for Peacock if that's true, because right now in the stream wars, you need all the original content and everything that can drive you there. I mean, obviously, HBO Max is having a ton of success with all the movies going straight to HBO Max as yeah. well as the theaters. Uh, so I think that that's leading the way. And if you want people to buy your service, you're going to have to compete with stuff like that. Netflix has also hired a lot of big name directors and bought some big name movies coming up here in the near future and franchises. And of course, you know, the mouse, the house of mouse is always strong and they own a ton of their own IP. So Peacock Peacock, man, way to step it up. If this is true, Peacock, good job. Now, to me, it would have made more sense if uh, Disney Plus was actually producing this, but that's just me. Yeah, I don't know. They'd have to, <laughs> they'd, 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 I think they'd have to put it on Hulu. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see it right there next to, like, you know, like Mickey Mouse 
Clubhouse. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, yeah. and then right after the monsters. Then right after the monsters by Rob Rob Zombies the Monsters. Boom 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 You know, and now I'm gonna do the, the the vocals for that to take us out of that segment. He's gonna mix those two somehow. Oh yeah. He's gonna mix like 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 that. He's thought you know Thunder Kiss with the monsters somehow yeah. that's gonna melt. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Absolutely. I, I can't figure it out myself, but I'm also not a musical genius like Rob Zombie, so <laughs> It's going to be interesting. Uh, great news. Uh, we knew that there was finally going to be a second season of Netflix's Lock and Key. We now know. I don't have the date yet, but we do know now that it will be premiering this October. Hey, I'm, I'm a game. I'm Coming a game soon. For it. I like Lock and Key. Four uh, I can't wait to see it. And October's a perfect time for it. Yeah. Perfect. Good stuff. I really enjoyed that series. Oh, the, I do the, as well. You know, the first series, season of it anyway. You know, it was really good. I got to go back and watch it at least the last episode. Um, I kind of remember what happened, but I don't remember all of it. Yeah, so. I, I'm, like I said, I think this was very good. I can't wait to see it. I've been a fan of the season one, so bring it on. October, I'm, I'm ready to go. Also, Joe Hills. Yes, yes, exactly. So he's going to be doing this as well as the remake of uh, Freddy's Dead. Freddy's Dead. Yeah, same time, same time. Right. Uh, Darren Lynn Bousman. Uh, again, I always say Bousman. I, per, I, I believe that's how it's pronounced. It's spelled Bousman to me. But um, he, uh, of course, was behind uh, Spiral. Yes. And Saws, I believe it was two, three, and four. Yes. Um, he's going to be directing a brand new film that's going to be called The Lollery Mansion. So for, for those of you that don't know anything about The Lollery Mansion, it is a real place. Uh, it's on Royal Street in New Orleans. It, it's a big house in New Orleans. Um, and back in the 1800s, um, Madame Lollery lived there with uh, her third husband. And she had slaves. And she would keep them. There was a big fire that happened in the home that they later found out um, when the fire department got there, they found one of the slaves chained to the stove in the kitchen. And she mentioned that she did this herself. She was 70 years old. She actually started it herself because she was afraid of what Madame LaLaurie was going to do to her. Don't know what she what happened where she thought that was going to happen but she ended up telling the authorities that listen there's an attic behind this door knock it down you're going to see that there's people in there and when they did they found many slaves up there that were either dead or were chained up and tortured and just horrible horrible things that happened to these people um and uh Madame LaLaurie never got arrested for it uh never got prosecuted for it because she fled to France and um, and you know so that's that's kind of the roundabout um, story the the true story behind this mansion. Well, the mansion is still there. Uh, Nicholas Cage actually owned it at one point, uh, sometime within the last ten years. But I believe he sold it. But um, you know it's it's there's a lot of history in this house and a lot of supposed hauntings behind this. Uh, Bowsman actually did spend time in the in in the home uh, and said it was a very creepy place and whatnot. And he got inspiration to do this new film. Um, this is actually going to be intended to be the first in a franchise of films here. So um, a lot of wishful thinking there. Hopefully it ends up going well and uh, we do get a series out of it. But I, I would say, you know, it's been portrayed a lot in media. Um, probably the most famous portrayal that I know of anyway is season three of American Horror Story, which was American Horror Story Coven. Um, there was it was about witches and whatnot. And uh, Madame LaLaurie was in that um, like the ghost of her was in was in the uh, series and she was played by Kathy Bates. Um, so. So if you uh, don't know the name, you know, maybe you've seen that series and it was Kathy Bates' character uh, that played her. But uh, it was a real life person. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of interested in this. I, there's the possibility of a, of a good thing here. Hey, I'm a fan of it. I, I, it sounds pretty good. I think it's uh, it's an intriguing story. I do know something about the story. Uh, so I, I think this could be a home run. And uh, I like his work. But, you know, I... I this is going to be definitely something different for him. Right, <laughs> it definitely know? is. Uh, Deadline was the ones that reported this and, and uh, did the interview with him. Uh, I just want to read a quote uh, from Deadline uh, about this movie. So, the LaLaurie house was made infamous by its resident Madame LaLaurie, a New Orleans socialite and serial killer who tortured and murdered numerous slaves there in the early 1800s. After her crimes were exposed following a house fire in 1834, she fled the city and was never arrested. Thousands of tourists still travel to the city every year to visit the property. End quote. So again, 
you know, kind of just, you know, briefly explains what I already did. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's a lot of potential here. I'm surprised that this hasn't been done before. Yeah, this is a, it's weird that it hasn't been done before, but I'm glad it's happening now. Like I said, I think it's a very capable director. Very. I mean, he's done some great stuff. I'm a big fan. Like I said, this is definitely a different piece of work from what he's normally doing. Yeah. But that's not a bad thing because we've seen other guys step out of the comfort zone and hit home runs. Mike Flanagan comes to mind. Yeah, but at the same time, you got to think about it. This was a very, very, not only just an infamous case, but it was horrible. You know, what happened? Happened to oh, these people. Absolutely. It was absolutely horrible. And think of the movies you know, that he's done and how there's been torture. And right, right. I, I mean, like I said, it's a different it is, theme. It's a but... different theme, but I, the blood and gore is going to be easy for him. I'm just right. talking about the story. I'll be a little different. Yeah. And, uh, but I think he can step up. I think he's a great writer. I think he's a great, sorry, director. Uh, there's some great writers attached to it, is what I meant to say. And uh, I think this is good stuff. It's a good right. story. And I mean, we're, at the end of the day, this is one of those stories that kind of tells itself. So as long as you can just kind of half portray it, like, right. like how it really went down, kind of like, well, allegedly really went down. If you do it like half speed even, it should be an amazing movie. I agree. Kevin Bacon was in the news this week. Uh, he signed on to play the villain in the remake of The Toxic Avenger, which will also star Peter Dinklage. That's right. I heard Peter Dinklage is actually the Toxic Avenger in this movie. Really? Allegedly. That's a legend. I, I, once again, we don't know because they could change all of that. Right. But allegedly, he's the Toxic Avenger. I don't think like the final form. I think like the, the initial form. The initial form of him? I could be wrong, though. Peter uh, Dinklage is awesome. Peter Dinklage is amazing. But they, they've, key, they've, they've been very tight-lipped on that one. But there was some rumor about it. Uh, yeah, the, the remake, it came out of left field when I first heard about it fucking excited because I'm a huge Toxic Avenger fan and now it looks like they're putting some money behind it yeah I, I never mean, saw the original but I heard it's quite the masterpiece oh, I mean it's a tra <laughs> it's a trauma film but yeah. I love trauma films but when it's you put a budget schlocky, right? right right but when you put a budget behind this and tell a great story uh, and like I said Peter Dinklage when when uh, we first heard he was attached obviously great movie you know obviously great choice you know that they're putting some money into it and Kevin Bacon, I mean, he might not be like Kevin Bacon, footloose Kevin Bacon, but I, he's yeah. still fucking Kevin Bacon. I mean, we play a game called Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon for a reason. Like, Ken, Kevin Bacon's a, a big fucking deal. He is. So I'm, I'm in. I, I like this. I like the casting, and I can't wait to see this movie. I agree. Uh, we got the first footage of the new Evil Dead game. Yeah, they dropped it on us out of nowhere. And ladies and gentlemen, it's about two and a half minutes. You can find it on YouTube. Just type in Evil Dead the game, and it comes right up for you. And uh, I want to say, it looks a lot like Friday the 13th the game, and that's not a bad thing. No, looks exactly like it, um, which is what I expected Yeah, um, you know, from it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that game to me got very boring very quickly. It's not my cup of tea. I, I would rather have like a single-player I, I mission. Wanna, Those are the kinds of games I enjoy, I, but it's going to be fun. I think they're going to have a single player in this because they, they've said they will. But I want to point out that it's not the fault of the developers for the Friday the 13th game. Right. F fuck Sean Cunningham happened. Yes. And basically what happened was we couldn't get any of the new stuff. They had a whole bunch of stuff planned. And right. they even had the artwork. Like it wasn't like it wasn't being done. Actually, some of it it was almost completed. Yeah, like but the, they uh, had to stop. The Grendel was almost yeah. done from Jason X. Yeah. But but they had to stop because that's part of the lawsuit. And unfortunately it ruined that game. Uh, I think what it, they're gonna do is build off of that and I right. think we're gonna have a good game here. One thing I just want to point out too, when I say single player, I Friday the thirteenth the game does have a single player, it's what they call the offline mode. That's not so much what I mean by it. I just I wish that Friday the thirteenth the game and I wish that this would actually have like an actual story mode. Mode, like an actual game, well, uh, not just a multiplayer game with players from all over the world. I don't, playing. I don't, I don't know if you've played in a while. There is a single player mode that's broken into parts where you kind of go through a, a Jason scene as Jason. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. but yeah. the bad news is that was originally going to be a bigger piece. There was literally like a whole single player story campaign. Okay. And that was all that, all that they got done. So now, that's see, I thought that the game. single player was going to be the offline stuff plus that Jason's cabin or whatever, where you're like going around doing the puzzle, putting it together, and you get so you into have the that, basement. But no, there's, there's I a thought new, that's all it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, no, there's a new one on there that you can do, and it, basically it takes you through a scenario. It takes you through like, and you can make choices yourself, but it kind of leads you, and then you kind of, you, you have to sneak up, kill the person, you know. There's a couple different ways you can edit it. But it was going to be more in-depth, and it was going to pretty much... I don't know if it was going to cover every movie. I think eventually they wanted to do every... Hashtag fuck Sean Cunningham happened. And, yeah, it went to shit. Yeah, what can we do? Um, back to Deadline. We got another story from Deadline here. Uh, they're also reporting that Marcus Dunstan is uh, directing a high school horror movie called Unhuman for Blumhouse and Epics. One of those movies that we knew was, was going to be coming exclusive to Epics from Blumhouse. 
Yeah, it was part of that six-movie deal that uh, Blumhouse struck with Epics uh, earlier in the year. And uh, this is going to be one of the ones coming out. It does look pretty awesome, uh, just well from the sounds of it. I love Teen... Uh, you know, it's taking me back to my days of Scrizim. Uh, you know, that's what I'm going to call the original Scream now, by the way, Mike C. Scrizim. Well, yeah. Because the other one is also named Scream, and I don't want to say Scream 2022, so fuck that. We're going to do Scrizim for the 1996 version. So this is kind of like, in my opinion, that's where we're going back to. That's usually what these movies are. Uh, Or uh, do you think it could be like a disturbing behavior type film? Or maybe even The Faculty? Because it kind of, unhuman, kind of makes me think The Faculty. And I love The Faculty. I I wouldn't be opposed to that. That's a very underrated film. A lot of people crap all like over that. Fa- I like the faculty too. So uh, I, 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 that's what I think this is going to be in the vein of. Very good director. So I, I'm in. Yeah. Fucking back in. Uh, and finally, in the news this week. Um, so we know a couple weeks ago we were all very excited. A Quiet Place Part Two finally hit theaters. It's doing very well. May 28th to be exact, to hit theaters, but yes. Yeah, um, it's been doing very well. It's made $61 million, uh, excuse me, off of a $61 million budget. It's made $178.1 million, so that, it still goes strong. Is that strong. just domestic or worldwide? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's one of the two. It's, 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 I, I would assume worldwide. I'm going to say worldwide as well. It looks a little high for just domestic. So I'm just getting that off of Wikipedia, but um, you know, it's, it's doing a great job at the box office. And uh, you know, how, you know, what more could you possibly do at this point um, to really bring in more money for that movie, but to bring it home video already. So as of July 27th, it will be available on Blu-ray and 4K Ultra HD. That's a quick turnaround. That's Very. a super quick turnaround. I get kind of had a feeling that was going to happen. But by the way, I get that's going to happen a lot more now because obviously theater going and everything like that. The quicker you get it onto the physical copy, usually it's the quicker you can buy it on Amazon because usually they do the digital copy like the week before. They did right. not announce that. I don't want to say that it is. But usually the digital copy will come out a week before right. the physical copy. So that means they're trying to make that quick turnaround and make sure that most people can see it and uh, they can make that dollar-dollar bill, y'all. And I expect that Spiral is going to be doing that sooner than later too because it's we already you know know it's going to be on Stars in October, yeah, which yeah. is four months from now. So I would assume they're going to want to make more money off of home video sales. July, August, I think you're going to see that out as well. Yeah. By, 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 by if, August if at that. the latest. Yeah, I'm going to say, by August at the latest. Yeah. Like I have early a feeling August. It, I have a feeling it might even be before June is up. You know, I, we might see it available on digital. I could see that as well. I'm just saying that uh, you definitely by August. Yeah. I would say the first by Kind of like what Freaky did. Yeah, a little bit. But so. you, you know what, though? They could, it, it, I would, I would, if I'm betting man, it beginning of July. Yeah. They'll make their announcement for like July 15th or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Fair right. enough. I think that's fair. All right. So with that being said, that is going to end the Horror Zone news segment. And uh, when we end the news segment, you know what we like to do. We like to remind you that you guys can get a hold of us and talk to us about anything we talked about in the news or anything at all. You just hit us up on social media, Horror Zone 607 on Facebook. Like and share that page at Horror Zone 607 on Twitter and Instagram. Hashtag HZ607 whenever you are talking about our lovely show. Of course, you can go to 8122productions.com and get all of the information for this show including stream it right off of that site. Also, you get the Twitch information, twitch.tv slash 607podcast. Make sure you're following us over there for all the amazing live streams we're doing and some horror ones are coming in the very near future. Also, I would like to point out that you can also support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash 8122productions for as little as $1 a month. You get a ton of extra bonus content. Guess what happens, man? Guess what? You get Horror Zone 607 early, and it's the uncut, unedited version. That means more of me, Mike C., and when the professor graces us with his lovely presence, more of him as well. Plus, you get Three Fat Nerds early, uncut, and uncensored. And, of course, you get the two made for uh, Patreon shows. I love movies, and love is scary with Dr. Derek, which Spooky Mike is returning to in the near future. All of that and more for as little as $1. Patreon.com slash 8122productions. Ladies and gentlemen, I was I almost did not make it to that timer. Yeah, I was watching that countdown. I was like, oh, he's going to uh, run out of time. But no, you did it no, perfectly. I, I pulled it in there. Somehow, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, Mike C., I think we got a, uh, a, a Horror Zone movie question. We absolutely do. So, as we said at the top of the show, uh, I reminded everybody that last week we started my, my new countdown, the top 30 horror movie scores of all time. And uh, last week, we kicked that off. Uh, so, this week's question... For the Horizon 607 trivia is last week the score for the movie Christine came in on my countdown at number 27. What popular rock song was also prominently featured in the movie Christine? One more time. Last week 
the score for the movie Christine came in on my countdown at number 27. But what popular rock song was also prominently featured in the movie Christine? The answer, right after the break. I'll be right back. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Tuffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour Podcast, and you're listening to Rich and Mike on the Horror Zone 607 Podcast. Zone. Here we are spinning the smooth tunes of Carrie. That's right, that is the score from Carrie, which was originally in my top 30 countdown, but it got bumped. And it got bumped for a song that we will be hearing at some point in the future. But that's not what we're talking about right at the second. No, no, first, we're going to get to this week's answer to the Horror Zone 607 trivia question. That question, once again, was last week the score for the movie Christine came in on my countdown at number 27. But what popular rock song was also prominently featured in the movie Christine? Oh, that's on me, yes. Sorry, I was messing around with the uh, next song coming up. You're waiting for the professor uh, to go. Oh, 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 I forgot forgot the professor wasn't here. Uh, So, so, uh, I'm making a guess here because I was busy doing stuff and everything. So, I do believe that, uh, well, one of them is bad to the bone. That is the answer. Oh, okay. So you're the answer for that. is bad to the bone. Because then the other one is like saving my, pledging my love, some, saving my love. That's the I fucking lovey dovey song they play in the car. Yeah, I don't know that. But oh, bad yeah. to the bone is the rock song. That was the that's rock why, song. That's why I guess bad to and the bone. And it was bone. in the beginning and the end. Yeah. So. Although for some reason, I kept hearing like, to take out the papers and the trash. <laughs> that's bun, twins. Bun, bun. Yeah, but I, for some <laughs> reason, that fucking song kept entering my head when I was thinking about this. Yeah. So I'm going to be like, yakety yak, don't talk back. And we're going to be like, oh, that was the answer was yakety yak, don't talk back. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> like this whole time has been a lie, Mike C. It's lies, been a fucking all lie. lies. All of them are lies. <laughs> <laughs> perpetrated by the man that's right and uh so that's gonna bring us to uh to part two of the top 30 horror movie scores countdown so uh you know i i, I couldn't be ex- more excited for this still but before we get there let's recap what 30 through 21 is just get the list we're not gonna go through we're not gonna play the songs like we're gonna be doing up here what was the list 30 to 21 just to remind the people i'll be happy to do that for you and share yeah, that information ahead. with you rich so coming in at number 30 was the lords of salem Number 29 was Halloween 3. Number 28 was Trick or Treat. Number 27 was the aforementioned Christine. Number 26 was one I know the professor was going to like, Suspiria. Uh, 25 was Phantasm. 24 was Hellraiser. 23 was Night of the Living Dead. Number 22 was Rosemary's Baby. And number 21 was the house on Sorority Row. So that is where we left you after part one. So now it's part two. We're going to be going uh, numbers 20 through 11. And of course, next week will be the top 10. That's correct. All right, well, let's not keep them waiting because I'm sure they came to hear the music. So shall we hit number 20? I believe we shall. That's right. Number 20, one of my all-time favorite movies, John Carpenter's The Fog. There you go. I like it. The Fog, it's got a, it's got a creepy, 
ominous sound to it. That's always good setting. Yeah, you know, that's everything about that movie is so near perfect to me. And uh, again, one of my all-time favorites. And that score, you know, I, I said last week that uh, The House on Sorority Row, watching that movie, I got the idea to do this countdown. The Fog was right there with it. So I absolutely love the music in that. Uh, I wanted to keep that going. You kind of told me to come in, uh, you know, to announce it a little bit earlier. And I wanted to kind of keep it rolling a little bit till it actually hit ah, that part, you know. Well, that's so, good. Then you gave me the right hand gesture. I d- yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So... That's number 20. Next up is number 19. Now, this might have been my number one just because. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I wanted to get this higher just because... I don't know. This this is such an amazing, amazing tune. Oh, absolutely. I'll tell you, the first time I saw this movie years ago, I was a little confused about what I was about to start watching because the music was so different. Absolutely. Of course, that's Friday the 13th, part three. That is the disco uh, Jason theme. Yes, it is. Yes, disco, it is. Disco, disco Jason. And it works for that movie. Oh, it does completely. I, I do love that theme. I love, I, I, you know what, I, as cheesy as it is, that's a good movie. Yeah. You just got to get past all the cheesiness, mostly due to the fact that they wanted to do the uh, 3D gimmick, brother. Yeah. The 3D part of it was kind of whatever, and it was hot at the time, but, you know, whatever. But uh, the maestro and I always have this conversation. He He's not a big fan of part three, but and I wasn't at one point in time, but it's grown on me a lot. That's one of my go-to movies yeah, in that series. See, you know, sometimes this is why I disagree with uh, the maestro. It's not the best movie in the series. Although I'm also the person who thinks the best movie is number five. Yeah, that's true. Because that's true. because it's the most evil, mean spirited movie of the bunch. But everybody wants to get caught up that it's fucking Roy. Yeah, you don't know it's Roy until the last ten seconds of that movie. I know. And even then, <laughs> when his like when his mask falls off, I couldn't even tell that it was him. They had to give you, they had to give you that extra line in the, uh, well, in the. It was oh, he went crazy because they have to give you that extra line of dialogue because they have to tell you why he's doing it well, because you don't not even just know he's that. fucking doing it. Not just that, but they actually show where they got his wallet and yeah. they open up his wallet and he's got a picture of himself as the first picture in the wa- now who has a picture of themselves in their wallet? Right, that's my point though. And, and then, then they flip it and then Joey's, Joey's the next there. one. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's how you know. That's, uh, that, that's they were that, so unsure that people were going to know who Roy was because he had such a small part in that. And they never explained that that's his kid or even give you the tease early on. So you kind of right. fucking know, no. But I mean, the movie itself is so evil and mean spirited. It really is. Speaking of evil and mean spirited, let's move on to number eighteen. That doesn't sound very evil or mean spirited. It will. Sounds very joyous. Sounds very Exorcist like to me. It's very joyous. It's taking me to a happy place, Mikey. Sounds pretty sinister to me. I don't know if I heard this, I would be all butterflies and rainbows and kisses. Mm. It would make me think all the nice things in the world. No. Well, it was rumored that this, uh, and, and it turns out that the rumor is not true, but it was rumored at one point in time that this was unused music from The Exorcist, but it's not. This is the theme of the original Amityville Horror. 1979. It's a good, it's a good music piece. Love it. It does get the little shrills and it. it does become yeah. a little... It's very creepy, very ghosty. Of course it becomes ghosty. I just wanted to make it sound like it was less ghosty. Yeah. Because, you know, not everybody can be you. Speaking of ghosty, I just want to get this in here. I hate that rule of extra innings in Major League Baseball where they get a ghosty runner on second base, but that's 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 a whole other show. Damn ghosty runners. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, uh, Damn Evil Horror, not, although I'm not a huge fan of the movie because, you know, I don't like haunted movie type movies because they don't usually work for me at all. Uh, but it, it's great. got a great soundtrack. I think that's such a creepy movie. I love that movie so much. It's another one of those ones, every time it's on, I stop what I'm doing, I watch it. I don't care if I've got something very important to do. I'll I'll skip my own wedding. I'm just saying, I guess because I know the story's bullshit, that's why it's kind of like... Yeah, but I'll tell you what. I actually read the book, the novel, uh, a few years back. The movie's better than the book. It's <laughs> so, unusual. Usually it's the other way around, but I can yeah, see that. I can see the book that. was so ridiculous that it kind of blows my mind that the movie came from it. Mm-hmm. So, but it was the seventies. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, it makes All sense. Right. Well, that's going to move us right along to number seventeen, I do believe. Number seventeen. Ooh.
It is. It's very. This is very creepy. I like this. What Kill is this? Me, Helen. What is this, Mikey? This, of course, coming in at number seventeen, is the song known as Helen's Theme, which is from the nineteen ninety three. Semi slasher uh, Candyman. Of course, the movie that will be uh, the remake comes out later this year. Yeah, hasn't it come out like it's had like more premiere dates than any other movie in history? Well, it was a it was a big victim of COVID. Yeah, big victim more than any of them. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, I'm I'm intrigued to still see the remake uh, because I hope they use that song in it. I hope they do too because I think they teased it in the trailer, but. Well, they, just because they tease, they don't doesn't always mean they use it. But even if they update it a little bit, that's fine. I don't want it to be completely unrecognizable, though. I, I, yeah. I think that's a cool theme. I like it. I dig it. I can dig it, sucker. That oh, theme is the not. Song. That theme is not on our list. It did not make the list, but you know what did make the list? Number sixteen. Possibly nothing creepier than that owled yeah. camera sound. This is um, this one is probably the least songish. It's like nightmare fuel. Though. Yeah, this is probably the most disturbing song on this entire countdown. I think I, I would agree with you. Uh, it's it's got to be right up there. So uh, of course at number sixteen, that is I don't even know what you call it. I don't know you call it a theme song, but it is from the original nineteen seventy four Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Chainsaw Massacre. Absolutely, um, get freaked out by that every time I hear it. Every and, time, and I like how they kind of kept that around. They they made a more they made a pretty ominous one, but kept the camera sound for the remake. The O three remake had yeah. They, there was a more <clears throat> ominous music to it, which I think that less is more in this case. But they did keep the. Sound. They did, and they've used it in some of the other ones since then, um, including the like teaser trailer for the new one that's coming out. It, maybe we don't even know if that's going to come out now because it tested so poorly. Who knows? But um, one thing I liked about the remake. Even more than the movie is at the time. One thing that um, what is it, Platinum Dunes that was behind that? Yes, the remake. Um, one thing that they did really well in the early two thousands with these remakes was the trailers and the original teaser trailer that they had for that. It was just all a black screen. I think there might have been some words, you know, saying this is a new vision of what blah 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 blah. But you heard what sounded like somebody breathing heavily, crying a little bit, panting, running and hiding. You could hear them like lock themselves in a closet or something like that. Then you heard the chainsaw. And then you heard... No, I thought the chainsaw happened first, and then you heard the... the I don't then remember. It flipped, and then it flipped through different pictures while making the sound. Yeah. Or like different video clips, sorry. Something like that. Because I, I, thought, I thought when they were in the, the... She goes in the closet, you hear the chainsaw. I thought the chainsaw came later. Or maybe it came later. I can't remember exactly, but it was still... I agree with you. It was real good. It was and then trailer. the best part is that the end of that trailer, because I remember it, we got to hear John Larroquette. Because that was the first time. Because yeah. they, they, he was just like, but not the full on what we'd hear in the movie and right. like the original. He just said, the Texas Chainsaw Man. And I love that they got and him because, back for that. Because, because you knew it was Larroquette, you were like, fuck yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Because that's all people he said. People that were real fans of it anyway. Yeah. You know, the I, people I just that like really that knew. addition because it was at the end because it was just a little clip after doing, I did like what you're talking about. I remember it goes, it's like video clip. This like a short, like two second clip. Then another, and then yeah. it was another clip and none, none of them were attached. And then when it gets to the end, like I said, I always remember the fucking just right before, you know, it goes to the com- complete in theaters whenever it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. And you realize it's Larry Kessler's voice. You're like, fuck. I'll tell you right now, the beginning of the original Texas Chainsaw when that's playing like through the, like the opening of it and stuff and you kind of hear somebody again like kind of like breathing heavy and panting and I assume it's supposed to be Leatherface maybe it's supposed to be the hitchhiker you don't know who knows but you kind of hear them like you know making like weird little noises and stuff as they're digging up the grave so um just one of the most perfect movies it does get a little goofy at parts uh mostly mostly the character of Franklin I think kind of oh, yeah. kind of makes yeah. it a little bit silly but um what a what a disturbing movie what a great great classic that has an amazing score if you call it that I, I, I would assume that's the score of the that's film that's technically the score but so, yeah, I, I don't know it's, it's good, good enough good. that it made the, the, this list it's good but that didn't crack the top 15 but no, this did but this did it's another serene one it is it's just so calm and soothing the only thing that could calm me down more right now would maybe be the sounds of the rainforest if I was watching the sunset right now, I would be happy to go to Night Night Land. I would too. In fact, I might listen to this tonight right before I go to sleep. Just put it on a loop. 
And then when you wake up, your TV has got the little popcorns. Yeah, it's got static, and, and there's like stuff, come, lightning coming out of it and hitting and my walls. And for some reason, a little blonde girl is standing in your living room all of a sudden saying, They're here. Yeah. And that, of course, would be the character of Carol Ann from the movie Poltergeist. <laughs> it's just so good that uh, this this song is just perfect for the movie. For this movie. Yeah, it really was. Another perfect movie, really. Close oh, to a perfect it's movie. Damn good movie. So damn many of these movies on this list are movies that I have to stop and watch every time I see them on. Poltergeist is one of them. Uh, I'm not a fan of Poltergeist 3, and uh, it surprises me that there there aren't more people that dislike that movie, but I just I can't stand it. But I do like the first two films, but n- nothing beats the first. So good, and certainly way better than the remake. I, I still don't know what they were thinking with that. Who knows what grab. they were thinking? Well, they were thinking money. Sam Rockwell didn't even look like he wanted to be in that movie. Of as course it was playing he out. He knew it was bullshit, but he needed. He, he was just like, I'm here for the paycheck, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what that's Sam exactly was. right. Well, we're into the second half of uh, of this week's uh, top, you know, ten uh, movies that we're going to be counting down for the week anyway. Part two of this, and uh, coming in number number fourteen. So that, of course, is going to be the music from the score to the 1996 classic Scream. Wait a minute, you don't mean the new movie, Scream 2022? Uh, no. It's a 1996. Yeah, not, don't confuse them. Don't confuse Scream with Scream. Scream with Scream, or as I said earlier, I'm going to call it Scrizzine. <laughs> now, they did use that, that song in the first three movies. I don't remember hearing it in the fourth one, which is one of the things. There were so many things about the fourth movie I really didn't care about. A lot of people think of it as one of their favorites, but I, I don't know. The fourth one is not a favorite of mine. I hope they bring it back for Scream 2022. Maybe, I, I hope so. I, I always like a good classic icon uh, uh, song to get the movie. Yeah, going. and that's another one that's kind of really it doesn't sound too scary, but there's something creepy about that one. Very, very creepy and ghostly, which is perfect for ghost face. That's true. All right, next up, coming in on the list at number 13. Well, it sounds like somebody wants to play a game, Rich. Do you want to play a game? I certainly do. I love playing games. And of course, that song is from another legendary horror film and franchise, Saw. And without spoiling anything, this song makes an appearance. I mean, it, it's not the exact version, but it's damn close and good. Makes an appearance in the new movie as well. Spider. Does it? Yes, it does make it. Good. Appearance. It needs it. It so, needs it to tie it together. I mean, that's so part it's, of it. It's, it's perfect. Uh, and it's it, also, what's and, it called? Zep song? Zep tune? It's called Hello Zep. Hello Zep. Hello Zep. Hello Zep. Uh, but yes, uh, it does make an appearance. I'm not going to spoil anything for people, so I won't tell you when or how it makes its appearance. But it does make the appearance in the movie, at, and it makes it at the most sensical time, if you will. Oh. Like, when it happens, you're like, this is amazing. Like, this is one of the things, the reasons why, unlike The Professor, I did like this movie. Because when that, when that kicks in, you're just like... It's yeah. the perfect time in the movie. I got. I haven't seen the first one all the way through in a while. I kind of come into it. it. It's been on a lot lately, but it, I come into it like towards the end of it. Um, I think that they played it a little bit more throughout the first movie, but the rest of the films, you know when the movie's wrapping up, when the twist is happening and the, the big climax is happening because it starts playing this as well, you figure out. Take, take from that what I just said. Yeah. Because <laughs> that is, it, they stick to the program. But once again, Good. yeah. During That's the, where it should be. During the initial movie, it does play it quite a few times. Yeah. But the most famous time that it plays and it picks up almost from the spot we picked up in the song is the big reveal at the end oh okay when, if in the even in the first one because if you remember yeah. when he stands up that's when that kind of crescendo yeah. part comes in the guy doesn't really say nothing but the dread is in his face knowing that oh shit this was a setup job the whole time right and then he then you know we hear john kramer talk for the first time as jigsaw and you know right you, know, you made your decision game over game over bam and closes the door <laughs> good shit such good shit pal all right, well, coming up at number 12, we only got two more this way, week. This is one of my favorites of yeah. all time. And it was you that actually reminded me of this song. I forgot about this song up <sighs> until a couple of months ago, and this is the reason that Carrie's theme got uh, taken out of it, as well as uh, there was another one that I ended up putting in that I think that we already did, but um, I also had Insidious. Yeah, we did that in the first week, yes. But um, that one got removed 
for this. Uh, so, and number 12 is one of the most iconic of the I, I, horror scores. I mean, it's not, it's, a, it's a horror movie. It it's is, a kid's no, movie. It is a horror movie. But uh, you're going to know what it is as soon as you hear it here. Number 12. And there's the giveaway for it right there. That, of course, is the legendary score from the movie Gremlins. I'm a big fan. And Gremlins is a horror film. If you have not seen Gremlins recently, uh, go back and rewatch it. We did it for uh, I Love Movies on, on yeah. Patreon, if you remember. And I when, when I went back and rewatched it for that, which has been a few years since I've seen it, there is definitely like, it is, I, I've always stood by it's a horror film. After watching that, I was like, it reminded me every spot there was horror in that movie. You have you have his mother literally chopping <laughs> chopping up gremlins with a, an electric turkey carver. Yeah, you have she microwaves one. You have you yeah she throws one in a mixer yeah. or blender. Sorry, <laughs> she microwaves one. You know I, the, the the people in the bar. You know they're fucking dead. Oh yeah, the gremlins have killed these people. Yeah, and then. The worst, the most criminal thing, the most the most giveaway that is a horror movie is of course the story <laughs> of the father. How the, the how the father the, so the love interest of our main character, she oh god 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 love her she tells a story about why she doesn't like christmas and she doesn't like christmas because her father died on christmas well it gets better ladies and gentlemen if you haven't seen the movie spoiler alert on a 30 some year old movie but uh Literally, he dressed up as Santa and tried to go down the chimney. He slipped and he broke his neck. And he was stuck in the tr chimney for two or three days before they realized, but they smelled something bad. When they called the fire department, they pulled him out of the chimney. What dead. I, I feel terrible for the poor guy. But the way she tells the story is, is so deadpan. Like, I don't know if you know this. It's so deadpan. She tells the story. She goes, she's like, and then he was in the chimney. He had been there for like three days, and that smell we were smelling was my dad. Yeah, yeah, it really. Um, I, well, what more can you say about Gremlins? It's one of the best, one of the best that there is. Um, definitely a horror movie. I can't believe that I forgot it. I can't believe that I forgot it. You know, and, and had to add it in here. But Insidious didn't make it, and um, and Carrie unfortunately didn't make it either. So, um, so that's what's replaced it, and I'm I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the fact that I did do that. But that's going to take us almost to the end of part two of my countdown. But there is, of course, one more song to go, and coming in at number eleven, here it is. So one thing about this countdown is most of the films that we're doing are legendary movies from the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s. There aren't very many modern ones. This one. One of the greatest scores. I'm getting chills right now. Getting chills right now sitting here listening to this. Because this is a classic. This was an instant classic of a score. This is from the new, not the original, the remake of Child's Play. No, I'm surprised you can go with the buddy doll theme. He's in there in the end. Yeah. <laughs> He's in there in the end where he does start singing. Oh, the song, it. yeah, yeah. This is just, if, if you if you haven't seen this movie yet, give it a shot because we both tore this apart before we ever saw it, and we yeah, both ended yeah. up liking it. I had a The maestro liked it. The, the professor liked it. I think everybody enjoyed this. But that theme, you know, it's a movie that's probably not going to go down as a legendary classic like the original. But that theme belongs here. And it, 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 I actually wanted to have it in the top 10, but the top 10 songs are so big and so iconic, it just slipped it. But that is one of the greatest scores that has ever happened, in my opinion. I uh, couldn't agree more. I enjoyed the movie. I re that is now the move why the, I don't shit so hard on things anymore. 
I spent a long time on two podcasts shitting all over this uh, movie and then ended up liking it. So now, even if I think something's going to be bad, I'm like, well, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I don't have much. I'll, I'll say things like, I don't have much hope or I don't really know if it's going to be great, but I'll never go full bore because Child's Play proved me wrong. Yeah, me as well. Me as well. You know, so I don't know. What, what more can we say about it? It's such a fun movie. It really, you know, again, if you're going to compare it with the original, you're not going to enjoy it. But um, if you kind of let it stand on its own like we did and give it that shot and give it that chance, it really is an enjoyable movie. It's a lot of fun. And that score, you know, sit through it and like through the end credits. A lot of times we turn it off. There's no there was no big um, post credit scenes no. or anything like that. But that score is worth listening to, especially seeing that in the theater with the, like the sound and everything in the yeah. theater. My God, I was walking out and they started playing that. And I actually stopped and ended up watching it through the end of the credits because it was it, it caught my attention. So, um, just tremendous uh, job with the music on that, and that was that, that's way better than the music from the original. I agree. Of course, next week we will be doing the top ten of Mike C's top thirty horror scores of all time. Uh, what do you guys think about this week's list? Would you make some changes? Of course, you guys don't know what's in the top ten yet, but you will soon. But you know, you can always give us your opinions and uh, what you're thinking. Do that over on Horror Zone six hundred seven on Facebook. Like and share that page. Of course, at Horror Zone six hundred seven on Twitter and Instagram at Hashtag HZ607 whenever you're talking about the show. Of course, all the information you can find for the show is at 8122productions.com. Of course, you can all find all of that, including that link in the liner notes for this podcast. And of course, make sure you're following up on twitch.tv slash podcast. And if you would like to support us monetarily and help us pay the bills around here while getting a ton of extra bonus content, including this show early and in uncut, uncensored form, you can do that over at patreon.com slash 8122productions. Trust me, little as $1 a month, and you get to help us out, and you get a cool sticker for it no matter what. Just let me know you joined for Horror Zone 607, and I had the stickers in my hand to give you one. Oh. I had a whole package for you. Do you really? Yeah. But, I'm going to put them everywhere. But Well, not a whole package of just those stickers. I had a package with a couple stickers, a couple oh. pins for you. But Nice. Uh, I left them on the coffee table. Cause, Again? Yeah. Oh. It happens. I got all excited. I thought you had them today. Because I got high. Because <laughs> Oh, no. wrong song. That's wrong show. <laughs> wrong song. I need to put that in the uh, th- board, though. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, uh, that's all I got for these fine folks. Oh, actually, that is not all I have. I, that's all I have for the fine folks. But before I kick you over to get it out, I just want to uh, send one shout out to the the professor because you don't think we didn't forget about you, motherfucker. Boo this man. That's for you, professor. That is for you. I hope you're enjoying summer camp, you twerp. Anyways, now you can take these fine people home, Mixie. You know, when he comes back, I want to shave his mustache. <laughs> Just because. I, I hate that thing. I hate that thing. It's like a handlebar that kind of, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's worse when he wears a bow tie. He does wear a bow tie. He will do that eventually in here. That's our professor. We love him, and hopefully he's going to be back next week. He's supposed to be back with us next week, so he's going to be taking a little uh, little detour. Uh, he's going to kind of go off the beaten path, uh, as, you know, going through his summer camp there, but uh, but he's going to find his way over here. I do want to point out that next week uh, the show might come to you early or late. I, did, I think we talked Saturday originally to record, possibly, uh, because, of course, Sunday is Father's Day. Oh, it's Faja's Day. It's Faja's Day. So uh, we will not be coming to you on Faja's Day, so you, all of you on Patreon, uh, if we do record with the professor, I do believe we talk Saturday, so you will get it Saturday. So a little early for you and uh, everybody else will get it on Father's Day as a nice little Father's Day gift if we decide that that is not feasible you will get it obviously Tuesday because you know I just want to let Sometimes everybody know better yeah and if you're not on Patreon you'll get it Wednesday so keep your eyes and ears posted to the social medias because obviously we have to record it when we can uh, due to the fact that uh, I am a Faja you and, are uh, and and of course Mike C and the professor both have Fajas yes so uh, I may be a Faja well, yeah, we don't know yet. We We're not sure. We the paternity be- test hasn't come back yet. You can see that on uh, Maury. Oh, Jesus. On an upcoming episode. But I just wanted to give them a little show update. Go ahead. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this week. So, uh, of course, uh, like we said, the professor should be back with us next week. At least he better be or I'm going to punch him right in the mouth. Uh, Rich, thank you for all that you do. Thank you, listeners. I hope that you're enjoying the countdown so far. We're two-thirds of the way through it. The big one is next week. The one is is next week the top 10 so we'll be back giving you that along with all the week's biggest horror movie news so for the professor's mom for rich i'm mike c saying say uh.